everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's October 25th, it's 2021. We have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Will, hope you had a great weekend, my friend. Yeah, okay weekend. Uh, you know, trying to, I'm still grinding as we're recording, actually. Got some 15X going on prize picks, and so I need a few more tackles from a few guys, a few more completions from Carson Wentz, and for Jimmy Garoppolo to not set the world on fire. So uh, hopefully, you know, if if I can at least get uh, these guys with the tackles, which I've been pretty good with these tackles, if they can get there, uh, we're going to be in good shape. So uh, that would be our 15X play of the day that uh, would be coming into fruition for us. At any rate, it's okay weekend. And I'm uh, definitely glad to uh, to get rolling. Yeah, I mean, get back in the swing of things of basketball here, football weekends, NASCAR weekends for me. Um, I mean, two races left in the NASCAR season. It's so crazy to think about. Um, I mean, the football season is flying by, too. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, man, yeah. I'm excited to talk some basketball. Um, I feel like we haven't talked a lot of basketball yet this season, so ready to jump in, talk some basketball with you. And, um Let's get right into it. We get started with Boston at Charlotte. No total in this game. Both of these teams are on a back-to-back. Um, talk to me about Boston here. Well, one of the things about Boston is we know that uh, Jalen Brown sat out the day before. So my assumption is he'll be back uh, for this game. I, I'm hoping they don't have any more uh uh, management here all in all it's always going to be the main cogs brown tatum you know and now you know because of these uh big performances you know do we want to pay for them and, and tatum at 87 uh i think it's still okay uh brown at 79 i know he had a big game the, the first game of the season but he's not a guy I like to pay over at you know 8k4 around this range i'd much rather have him um you know, somewhere around, you know, 7,200, 75, somewhere up in there. Uh, so that's mainly what I want to do from Boston. And then uh, in terms of their wing players, excuse me, uh, last but not least, uh, you know, Robert Williams didn't have a, a, a huge day today, but I mean, we, we know this guy just has tremendous upside facing Charlotte. Uh, I think he'll be able to get there on the boards, both teams on the back to back. So, you know, one team shouldn't, should not be outperforming the other by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, re- really like this uh, as a whole. And then Al Horford at 5,900. I don't really want to play him, um, but I do kind of want to see how he's going to work in this offense. Played uh, that, about 25 minutes his first game, and I meant to check today and see what he's done. But at any rate, um, Robert Williams is my favorite play from the Boston side, period. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> do we was Brown just sitting out on the sec- first end of a back-to-back? Um because of like the knee or do you think he's back and plays in this game? I mean, he said he hopes to play on Monday. Right. Which means, you know, I, I would assume he's going to play. That would be my assumption. I thought um, like when I was looking at the slate, I thought the same. Uh, I just wanted to like, I, I just wanted to kind of point it out that, I mean, I, I think he plays, um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked here, for what it's worth, if Horford sits in this game. The second good, end of a back-to-back. Good point. Um, good point. He played 30 minutes on Sunday. So, I mean, I think he's someone that you're kind of potentially looking at here. Because Robert Williams still played 28 minutes on Sunday. He just didn't have a great game. Horford had a really good yeah. game. He had a double-double. Um, and the, the Charlotte front court is always a team – that we like to target big guys against. Um, so for me, I have some interest here in Williams. If we get news that Horford sits here, uh, that's Robert Williams, not Grant Williams. I think Grant Williams was just pure product of Brown being out. I don't want to chase that game. If Brown plays, Brown sits. Grant Williams is very much in play. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brown and Tatum are your your two main targets usually from Boston. Um, like I said, I like Williams. If we get news that Horford Horford sits in this game, uh, pure speculation. I just, 
doing podcasts the night before you're going to hear us talk about this all the time about just trying to guess um back-to-backs for guys like al horford and guys are going to kind of pay attention to the minutes for so yeah uh charlotte side of things rogier still not not play on sunday um dealing with this ankle that he hurt was it friday um well it was actually hurt i think before or was it his knee before the season? Something was, was hurt was before knee. the season. I think it was knee, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, we saw a big game for Miles Bridges against Brooklyn on Sunday. What are your thoughts here when it when we're looking at Charlotte? Um, I, I, I maybe I have to get over how I think this is going to go in terms of Miles Bridges. Because he has had two games back to back that have been, you know, fairly big games, um, and I mean, man, he's playing extremely well. Uh, I and I, I I've misread this situation so far, at least the, the past two games. The first one I didn't misread, but the last two I definitely have. Um, if he's going to continue to get thirty five minutes, and they're going to continue to let him take fifteen to twenty shots then he's a guy I'm going to be interested in because he will get some peripherals, you know, he's kind of springy. So he'll be, you know, he'll get a block or two, you know, he'll grab some rebounds um, and the ball's got to go in the hole for him. So uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to keep watching this because I, I do feel like he could very well, this could very well change overnight. So, um, but I think Bridges is okay for now, especially if Terry's out. Uh, you know, which he was, he was out today. Um, you know, LaMelo ball at 7,800. I, I don't know what we're doing, Stevie, as you can see, his minutes are still, I mean, you know, he's barely getting 30 minutes every game or over 30 minutes, 29, 29, uh, 26. And, you know, he was in foul trouble in the Cleveland game, had three in the first, but still like we're, we're not getting, the minutes and he does have the upside, but I, I want more minutes. Uh, but that's about it. You know, Plumley at 65 is just priced out. I just, you know, he's kind of the, the main guy uh, for me in terms of bridges. Ubre's playing great off the bench, uh, but I can't, I can't trust that. All right. So I'll throw another scenario at you um, in this one. Hayward. I mean, I think he's another guy that could potentially be, careful with early in the season second end of a back-to-back um if he were to even just have his minutes kind of limited here Ubre is very interesting i think if he's going to get 30 yeah. minutes in a game because cody martin's minutes are not going to really go anywhere as long as rogier is out so i think the biggest bump um i think the biggest bump here would probably be Ubre um if Hayward were to sit but I I mean when you're looking at this team I hear what you're saying as far as like the minutes for Mello foul trouble in Cleveland the Brooklyn game was way in control um I mean he's gonna be the first guy off the court in games that aren't close but I think this game is gonna be close I I mean I love playing LaMelo um the price is, is is a little bit tougher today than it has been I don't mind you know, potentially looking at Ubre if Hayward were to sit. But overall, I don't really have a ton of interest here in the second end of a back-to-back. Yeah. But, I mean, it can all change. It can all change, you know. So, yeah. And, and just kind of looking to, um, like, this Boston Celtics team it is a team that doesn't like to run. And Charlotte's a team that's playing fast. So, like, I think Boston benefits more in this game than Charlotte does um, overall. So, anyway, we move on. We got the Bucks and the Pacers, 229 total in this game. Milwaukee is a three-point favorite. Um, DiVincenzo's out. Drew Holiday's doubtful. Brooke Lopez is out. Semi is out. Portis is questionable. And on the Pacers side, LeVert and Warren are out. Let's start here with the Bucks. Um, I mean, it sounds like Drew's not going to play. A doubtful tag night before usually usually means we don't see them play the day after. Um, talk to me here about the Bucks. 
Yeah, um, I think I like Pat Connaughton. He's been playing big minutes with all these guys out at 4,700. I think he's good good value against Indiana here. Uh, Grayson Allen is kind of the same boat. Uh, I don't think I like him as much as Pat, but one of these days he's probably going to get hot from three and hit four or five of them. Uh, you're definitely going to want to play him. So I think he goes in the pool, uh, you know, uh, with no Drew. Can we play Middleton at 7,200? I think so. Uh, you know, shot nine of 17 against the uh, the Spurs. More importantly, played 35 minutes. So r- really like that. Jordan Awara, I, he's going to be a guy that's going to play some minutes off the bench. And, um, you know, while his aren't going to be around 30 minutes, you know, he is kind of, you know, one of their better scorers uh, if, if, you know, Greek is out of the game or something like that. So I like him. And then Giannis at 10-4, I think, is a, is a big decision today because he should have his way with this Indiana team. Um, you know, the question is, you know, who are some of the other guys that you may may want to play, you know, on, on today's slate? Like, do you value Brandon Ingram against Minnesota a little bit more, uh, you know, and, and maybe want to spread it out? Um, in terms of all the big guys, do, do you value Carl Anthony Towns against the Pelicans today? Like, what's kind of your read on that? But at any rate, I think Greek is in play here against the Indiana, no question. It's just whether or not you want to spend the money to get him. I mean, close games, you know, I always like playing Giannis. It's not yes. always going to work out. But, I mean, he's averaging 1.7 fantasy points per minute with Drew off the floor. I mean, it's a small sample. We don't have a lot to look at. Um, I mean, Nawara is, is someone, he's averaging a fantasy point per minute right now, and he's still 4.2K. It's all about minutes with him. If Portis sits again, I definitely still like Nawara here. Um, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I'm kind of correlating together. Does it affect you? We'll have to find out when Portis plays if it's going to affect Noir. We don't know. I mean, it's still early in the season. We were still – I think this is something – like we're still taking shots on rotations because we're so early in the year. Yeah, we have some data to look at now, but we're still taking shots when it comes to just trying to figure out coaches' rotations. Middleton has seen a huge bump in usage with Drew off the floor. But his fantasy point per minute goes down with Drew off the floor. So, I mean, that's just something to kind of note. It's a three-game sample size. The fact that his usage goes up 6% is enough for me to have interest in him in tournaments um, on any slate. So, Giannis and Middleton mostly. Connington and Nuora as, you know, semi-value plays here for me when I'm looking at Milwaukee. The Pacer side of things, I mean, they're not going to really have anybody to stop Sabonis in this game. Um and I guess maybe they put Giannis on Sabonis, but I mean, then they're not going to have anybody to stop Turner. Um, I, I like the idea of looking at maybe one of Sabonis or Turner in this spot. Yeah, I, I do too. And I mean, man, the thing is Turner, I mean, did, I mean, he just had a, a nuclear game the other day. I mean, just went off. Uh, and at 5,500, I don't hate it. Um, you know, played a lot of minutes, but and that's kind of my concern. I think if I had to choose between the two, absolutely, man, you're going to place a bonus at 9,900. Uh, can you place a bonus at Giannis? Maybe. Uh, if I had to choose between the two, would I want to place a bonus or Giannis? I'd absolutely want to play Giannis, but I do understand that that uh, Sabonis is, I mean, he should eat here. Double-double alert right out of the gate. Yeah, but I mean, the price return is really nice. So if you're going Giannis and you want to run it back with Turner just to save some salary, um, I don't hate that idea. Duarte is a guy that I like, too. This dude's playing monster minutes right now. He took 21 shots the other night and shot 28% from the field and still scored 29 fantasy points. Like, Chris Duarte is getting the minutes and he's getting the run. Uh, I know it's a tough matchup just in general, but he's still only 5,400. So he's just another guy that I kind of want to note. Like he really hasn't seen like any kind of minute hit with any of these guys. Um, So, uh, I mean, until Levert gets back, I think we're going to continue to play Duarte, but we'll see what happens when Levert gets back. Yeah. Love Duarte. I'm with you, man. I mean, like you said, the main thing is, is these minutes. Like, 
you know, and, and he's shooting the ball. And it's not just the other night when he shot 21 shots. I mean, 15 shots against Charlotte, 16 against Washington. It looks like they want him to shoot the ball. I'm with you. He, he's definitely in play in this spot. All right, Detroit at Atlanta. 213 total in this game. Atlanta is favored by 11. Cunningham, Livers, and Smith out for Detroit. And then Gallo is questionable for Atlanta. Uh, do you like anything here for Detroit? Um, I mean, I guess the question is, do we want to try to invest in Jeremy Grant at 6,300? I mean, he's got 40 in him for sure. Um, I, I like that price a lot. So I, I definitely think Jeremy Grant is in play here. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of going to be uh, the main guy. I don't really want to play anyone else. I mean, I don't hate Bay. The, the dude has a 23.5% usage rate this season. He can fill up the stat sheet. Um, Josh Jackson, if he was getting more minutes, I, I think would be someone interesting, but he's not getting enough minutes. I think Bay would be the guy. It's just – I worry about this game staying close, and we can't predict blowouts in the NBA, and I've said this for years and years and years. Detroit's bad. Um I mean, yeah. it's still early in the season, but Detroit's bad. So for me, the only one, the only two guys playing consistent minutes for Detroit is Grant and Bay. Nobody else yeah. is playing consistent minutes. And I think, and I know it's only two games, but I mean, I just kind of look at that and I'm just like, that's, uh, that is, that's the only two guys that I think you can have any kind of remote interest in right now. Um, Detroit's okay, Kate Cunningham's coming soon. Yeah, I mean, sure. He is going to be back soon. Um, I know they said that, like, he was scrimmaging with the G League team, right, this weekend? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're waiting. But, you know, we're going to need him to, you know, I mean, for him, we're going to take shots on him right when he gets suited up because, I mean, the minutes should be there with this team. I, I think they're just going to be kind of careful with him, though. That's the only problem. Yeah, but but I mean, if he's and I, I know he's not playing tomorrow, but I gotta think DraftKings is at least gonna price him up to like five k. If they leave him at thirty nine hundred, I mean, he's gonna be practically what probably pushing seventy plus percent that slate, and you may just need to play him because he's gonna be out there. All right, let's talk Atlanta. I mean, they've played two games this season. They didn't have a really close game against Dallas. They lost to Cleveland. Um, do you like anything here for Atlanta? Um, I mean, Trey Young's going to pop at some point. Is it this game? I don't know. Um, you know, Clint Capella's been on a minutes restriction. He's 6,800. He could pop in this game. John Collins is 6,400. Played 30 minutes the first game, 27 minutes the second game. I'm, I'm just so unenthused with the Atlanta Hawks. I think the only person that or are the only people that I might consider playing would be like Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter because they're playing big minutes and they're fairly cheap. Um, you know, Kevin Kevin Huerter is is there too, but his minutes aren't up this season, at least not yet. I, I, I can't really play anyone from Atlanta outside, I think, those two guys and maybe Trey Young at 9,300 because we know the upside he has if, if he gets hot. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta's kind of played – pretty slow in the first two games this season um, against two game sample size, but Detroit's played really slow too. We got a pretty low total here. Atlanta's a huge favorite. Um, I mean, Reddish, when he's been on the floor, he's had a lot of usage. Uh, this guy at 4,700 with the usage that he's getting, he's going to put mm -hmm. up 15 shots off the bench. So, and I mean, he's kind of blowout proof. I think he'd still get fourth minute, fourth quarter minutes in a blowout. I don't know if he'd finish the game, but I think he'd still get minutes. So Cam Reddish is an interesting tournament play uh, for sure here. Washington at Brooklyn. No total in this game. It's a back-to-back -back for Brooklyn. Um, Beal is questionable. Bryant, Hachimara are out. And then on the Brooklyn side of things, um, they rested Blake Griffin on the front end of the back-to-back, -back, but I'm assuming that he's going to play. 
I think him and LaMarcus Aldridge flip. I think LaMarcus Aldridge sits today, and we can talk about that when we talk Brooklyn. Um, let's go Washington first. Obviously, we're waiting on Bradley Beal news. Because, um, I mean, it, this is this is the news on the slate that we're waiting to see what happens. Uh, because if Bradley Beal doesn't play, Dinwiddie and Kyle Kuzma all day long. Yeah, um, I mean, they've got a matchup with Brooklyn who, you know, they haven't played well. I'm, I'm still not – I'm not going to really worry about this stuff until maybe Brooklyn gets about 20 games in. And what I mean by that is, you know, can they figure it out, win games, you know, even with bad defense and kind of, you know, get slightly better on defense and longer and longer and longer. Um, but, you know, Washington's been playing okay so far. I'm with you. Kuzma. Dinwiddie, believe it or not, I've been talking about this. I, I love Montrez Harrell here at, at 5,400. He's a guy I've been in on every slate so far. I think he's penciled into like a 25-minute role. And, and, I mean, he played 34 minutes against Indiana. But I, I think it's, I think he's penciled into a 25-minute role. If we start getting coups at 30 minutes a game, uh, look how this price is going to skyrocket. Uh, KCP – at 3,800, if Beal is out, I'm still in on that. I know he didn't really do much in that last game, but he played 35 minutes, Stevie. 35 minutes, all minutes aren't created equal. 35 minutes against Brooklyn would be a big deal in my book. You got to think he puts up a, an okay fantasy performance. So those are some of the guys I'm interested in. I know Nato played, uh, you know, almost 30 minutes against Indiana, um, and he, he, he would be fine as well. So, you know. How many Washington Wizards would be too many in cash and how many would be too many in tournaments, I think might be our question if Bradley Beal were to sit out this game yet again. Yeah, I mean, as far as Washington, if Beal sits, ton of interest in Dinwiddie and Kuzma. Whether or not Beal plays really doesn't affect my thoughts on Harrell. The minutes are there. This dude is a super active player. When he's out there, he can get blocks. He can get steals. He's a double-double threat every night. So as long as Harrell's getting minutes, and I think there's plenty of opportunity for minutes in this offense, I'm going to have interest in Harrell until he gets over 6K. So really yeah. like Harrell. Um, on the Brooklyn side, I kind of already said it. Blake Griffin sat on the first end of the back-to-back. -back. I would be shocked if LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't sit in this game. What are your thoughts here on Brooklyn? Uh, Harden, Durant. That's it. I'm not playing anybody else from Brooklyn. I, I, I do think it's something like I wish I could play Nick Claxton and, you know, maybe he's going to pop off at some point with a double double, but you know, he's only playing the past two games around 18 minutes. So I, I don't feel like he's going to burn me. Yeah. I mean, even if Aldridge sits, I don't think Claxton gets much more minutes. Um, I, I mean, I don't love Brooklyn here. I, you can always play Durant and Harden. Yep, that's it. I mean, Joe Harris is going to get minutes. Patty Mills is going to get minutes. These guys are just going to need to shoot the ball really well to get there. And, I mean, there's plenty of value on this slate where I don't think you have to necessarily take guys like that. So, yeah. All right, we got Orlando at Miami. No total in this game. It's a back-to-back -back, uh, for Orlando. Kyle Lowry, questionable here for Miami. Oladipo out. Um, as far as the Magic go... Uh, we don't have an injury report because it's night before, but Fulton Williams are out. Um, Harris, I would assume, is not going to play. I know he was close to playing Sunday, so we'll have to see. But if they said his hamstring is not ready for that game, I doubt he'll play this game. Isaac is still out. Moore is still out. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll have to kind of see for the Magic injury report-wise. But, hey, they beat the Knicks. Um, don't know how, uh, but they did. What are <laughs> your thoughts here? NBA, man. What are your Early thoughts here NBA. on the Orlando Magic? I don't really want to play anyone from Orlando. Um, like, you know, Jalen Suggs is up to 5K now, so he's no longer a value play uh, in my book. I mean, when I say value, I mean extreme value. I mean, Franz Wagner is probably still a value play in terms of his minutes, but, you know, he's going to be low output for now. I just don't – I don't want to play anybody from Orlando. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I mean, if we got the rotations that we got on Sunday, 
then I think the magic would be a little bit more interesting. Mo Bamba got 34 minutes. Ross got over 30 minutes. Wendell Carter got over 30 minutes. They played Cole Anthony 35 minutes and Wagner played 39 minutes. I mean, if you're going to get that consistency in a lineup that's already very um, shorthanded, they're interesting. But they're playing against Miami in Miami. I mean, it's tough for me to like that spot um, just in general. And the fact that it's on the back-to-back, I don't know. Um, Not a ton of interest in Orlando in general. If I was going to play anybody, it would be like Mo Bamba. Um, but I mean, I I really just, I don't have a ton of interest in the magic. And honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in Miami. Bam and Butler expensive. If Lowry sits, I have interest in like hero just because of his price. Maybe even some Duncan Robinson. If, if Lowry sits here, but I mean, I don't, I don't think this game is going to be close. Will. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it is either. Um, you know, but like I said, I think everything in this game hinges on Kyle Lowry sitting. Like if Kyle Lowry sits, you know, I, I think you know I'm I'm a lot more interested in a guy like Bam at 81, who you know who can get us 40, you know, 48 to 50 points. I, I I'd be a lot more interested. Um, you know, like I said, Hero's just been having big games here, uh, so I, I'd be on him and taking a lot of shots too. So. I think he's absolutely a guy to be in on. Other than that, I'm with you. Don't really want to play anymore for Miami. Chicago at Toronto, 213 total in this game. Chicago is a two and a half point favorite. White and Siakam are out. Uh, let's start here with Chicago. What do you like here for the Bulls? Uh, I mean, Lonzo Ball has been playing fantastic, you know, most of these games. Fantasy points have been all over the place, but. Uh, you know, he's been doing his things that, you know, kind of just being all over the stat sheet. 7,100, I don't think I want to do it. Feels like they could blow this team out. Uh, so I'm kind of going to avoid it. Zach Levine at 84. It just feels too expensive. Don't really want to get involved with that. DeRozan is 7,300. That's a fair price, but, you know, different role. I don't feel like I have to get involved. And then now we come down to Vooch at 9K who, while he had a tremendous game against Detroit with 19 rebounds, Stevie, three blocks, two steals, still only had 15 points. Now, he wasn't very efficient. And if had his efficiency picked up where he's maybe 10 for 16, you know, and one of those was a was a three-pointer, you know, now we're looking at him getting almost 70 points. At 9K, I'm willing to roll the dice, but I, I think they're going to handle Toronto, though. Is it a hot take if I think Vooch is going to lead the NBA in rebounds this season? Well, I mean, he's look at got the guys around him. Yeah, he's got other people to score now. Like, <laughs> he, you know, he didn't have too much to do. I know. I'm just saying, like, look at the guys around him. Like, Patrick Williams is not going to be a big rebound guy. DeMar DeRozan throughout his career is not a big rebound guy. Like, he'll average, you know, five or six. Like, I, I just, anyway. Um, I've been impressed with the fact that, like, DeRozan, Vooch, and Levine have all been able to kind of average – uh, like even ball average over a fantasy point per minute together. Um, mm-hmm. And the usage has kind of been like spread throughout Chicago is a team to watch um, this team. This is a team to watch for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest, but on the flip side, I mean, if I'm playing some of these Toronto players, I, I want to kind of run it back with those guys. And I mean, I'm pot committed at this point, Will, when it comes to Van Vliet. I'm I'm just waiting um, patiently for that like 50 fantasy point game. I know it's coming. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Toronto? Yeah, man, you're kind of like me with in terms of uh, OG, and you know, I was kind of waiting on him the first few games of the season. One of the things that I always like to look at, Stevie, are, you know, just basic indicators, right? And I'm talking about OG, but I'm going to, you know, parlay this into what we were talking about with Fred Van Vliet. OG, first two games of the season, three for 17, four for 18, uh, two for nine from three, or five from three, 32 fantasy points, 24 fantasy points. 
And the minute he shoots better, nine for 15 from three, I mean, nine for 15 from the field, five for nine from three, didn't have all the peripherals, but then his fantasy points ticked up to 37 and a half. Like, you know, they've been very inefficient shooting here coming right out of the gate. And I feel that same way about Fred Van Vliet mostly. Uh, five for 20 the first game, three for 10 the game after that, eight for 17. You know, at some point, you know, he's going to go, you know, fit 14 for 22. And, 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 and when that happens, he's probably going to be, what, four of eight from three or something like that. And, you know, the fantasy points are going to come in. I'm with you. You know, don't, don't hop off the train just yet when it comes to uh, Fred Van Vliet. And then last but not least, uh, they're letting Scotty Barnes run, Stevie. They, they really are. Uh, you know, playing, you know, 30 minutes a game. I, I've been looking at uh, uh, looking at Goran Dragic down here t- with a tasty price of 4100 but minutes just haven't been there. Um, but I do think if, if his price continues to plummet, God, at some point you got to think they're just going to give him a – well, maybe they won't. But uh, at 4100 I'm I'm almost willing to roll the dice in a spot that says, hey, maybe they need, need his veteran leadership in a close game, and let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, Precious, I think he'd be the guy if I was going to go cheap on Toronto, I'd play. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, just he's been getting a little bit of minutes here. He's a guy that, like, could play 22 minutes and average one and a half fantasy point per minute. So he's the guy that I I think I have the most interest in uh, under 5K on Toronto here. Yeah. All right, cruising here, man. We got New Orleans at Minnesota. Now we're getting into the good DFS games. Um, <laughs> Two twenty-five and a half total here. Minnesota is a five and a half point favorite. Hart is questionable. Holmes is questionable, and Zion is out. Let's start with New Orleans here. What do you like for the Pelicans? Well, I mean, look. JV's priced up now, but I mean, JV's played really well here. You know, he, you mean Valanciunas kinda... is playing good when he gets minutes? What, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amazing concept, huh? Right, right. Uh, but now he's 7,900. And so, you know, that's a, to me, that's a, that's a big, big difference. But, um, you know, he was 74, 72, 72, 79. I, I think I'm going to avoid him here. But, man, it's a tasty matchup against Carl Anthony Towns. So, I, I am interested. I've been talking about Devontae Graham. He's getting a lot of minutes, Stevie. And, you know, he's only been under 30 fantasy points one game out of the three this season. I, I think he's good value in this slate. A guy that's already proven. We kind of know who he is. Is going to take a lot of threes. But when he gets hot, look out. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker's playing big minutes. I don't think I want to play him at 6,700 today. I don't think. You know, uh, I, I may change my mind on that. And then Brandon Ingram is always a guy I want to play when Zion is not with the team. But now he's 8,300. I'd much rather him be in that 7K range. So I don't hate it if you decide to roll the dice in tournaments because he's probably going to be fairly low owned. But all in all, you know, my main guy that I want to play from this team is Devontae Graham. Um, On the... Yeah, I mean, Graham, I think at 5,400 makes the most sense here. Um, I think he has the highest – I don't know if he has the highest ceiling, but I think he has the best chance to exceed value at his price point on this team. I, I still think Ingram has the highest ceiling. Him and Valanciunas, I think, both have like 50-plus point ceiling. So, I, I mean, I think all three of those guys are in play. I don't mind Alexander Walker – um, I do think his price is kind of caught up to the production and I don't think he has like a, a massive ceiling, but I mean, this is a game I definitely want some exposure to, um, with Minnesota being a favorite here going to the Minnesota side of things. I, I mean, not the best matchup in the world for Carl Anthony towns here. Is this a game that you think they might have to rely on like Anthony Edwards and, Russell and Beasley and these guys to to do a little bit more. Well, uh, man, I like Russell, Russell. Can't shoot right now, but yeah, I I just wish he was getting thirty five minutes, the, the low minutes. I just I don't want to pay seventy three hundred for a guy that's getting low minutes. 
If you're going to give me Edwards at 7,500, getting, you know, 30 to 37 minutes, that's been his range. I'm assuming he settles in around 34 to 35. That's something I'm willing to take a shot on. Um, Malik Beasley at 4,600, not getting the minutes. So, you know, he's a guy I don't, I don't think I want to invest in. I, he is on my watch list, though, uh, just because I think, you know, he's a guy that that could help us, you know, uh, uh, long term. So just don't don't forget about him. All in all, Carlton Towns is 9,700. You know, it's kind of like, do I want to play him or do I want to play Giannis? I'd much rather play Giannis here. So I think Carl Anthony Towns is probably going to get left out of my upper echelon pool. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to get mad at anyone for saying they want to play him. Cleveland at Denver, 220 and a half total here. Denver, 10 and a half point favorites. Uh, Garland and Windler questionable. Um, Kinkar and Murray out for Denver. Let's start here with the Cleveland side of things. Um, anything standing out to you for Cleveland? I mean, you know, Garland's questionable. This is a game that I guess on paper they should lose. Sexton at 67, I like it. Ricky Rubio at 6K, he's been dialing up the upside. Don't hate that as well. Um, you know, Evan Mobley's played really well. Now he's 7,200. Uh, still has some meat on the bone, of course, but uh, same thing for for Jared Allen. I just Cleveland's just got this odd collection of guys. I think I feel best about Sexton, Rubio. Don't want to pay the price for from for Mobley, but you know, he he's he's you know hit 40 in two of the last three games. Shots are there, rebounds are there, blocks are there, um, you know, getting peripheral. So I, I don't hate it. Free Kevin Love, by the way. I think they're gonna be very careful with Kevin Love and um marketing at the beginning of the season. And, and I'm okay with that. I, I mean Marketing's getting enough minutes to hit like value, but I think Ricky Rubio, if Garland sits, we're looking at Ricky Rubio in this spot um, for sure. I, I mean, just playing a ton of minutes, showing that he still has a little meat left on that bone, little 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 fuel left in that tank. Um, yeah, I mean, Ricky Rubio is a good basketball player when healthy and can do it all. So, um, Denver, let's talk Denver here. You know, Jokic, obviously the ceiling guy. If this game were to stay close, um, he obviously presents the most ceiling. Um, what are you looking at here? I mean, man, he's 11K. Uh, I think I'd rather play Giannis, but he, he's, you know, he's back on MVP alert to start the season. One of the things that I did realize is, Aaron Gordon's playing, you know, about 30 minutes a game, not taking the shots like I would like, but, you know, he's kind of on alert for me. Michael Porter Jr. at 6K is definitely a guy I'm interested in in this spot, along with Will Barton at 57, 5,700. Those are, those are some of my favorite plays. All right, we finish it out with Portland at L.A. taking on the Clippers. 234.5 total here. Clippers are a three-point favorite. Pal and Snell are out. Abaka and Kawhi are out, and Johnson is questionable. Let's start with Portland. Um, I mean, I'll keep saying it. Like, there's no reason that C.J. McCollum should be this much cheaper than Damian Lillard outside of just name. Um, what are your thoughts when we're, when we're looking at Portland? Yeah, man, I'm with you. 7,500. I, I like it. Should be a competitive game. Um, definitely a game I think, you know, both teams are going to get up for. Has a little bit of star power. Uh, you know, Nurkic at 7K is a guy that, man, he, he's got so much upside. But, you know, 29 minutes, 25 minutes, definitely a blowout game. I get it. I think if he's going to have 30 minutes in a normal setting, I'm in at 7K. So uh, he's a guy that I really like. You know, we got Robert Covington, who's, you know, probably going to play about 30 minutes. Uh, you're going to need him to hit some shots. But if he dials up the peripherals, you know, he's right there in terms of, you know, another guy that you can kind of, you know, uh, throw into your lineups for value. But CJ and Dame, I do think Dame's a little bit too cheap at 9,300. Um, so Dame, CJ, Nurt would be my top tier. 
And as we drop that thing down, uh, Robert Covington at 47, even though, um, you know, we haven't seen him really crush this price tag, we know he can do it. Yeah, I mean, when I'm looking at Portland in this spot, I have a ton of interest in the the Portland big three, Nurkic, McCollum, and Lillard. Um, I think Nurkic could crush Zubak in this spot. If Nurkic, if this game stays close and Nurkic gets 30 to 35 minutes in this game, I think he crushes value at 7K. Um, he's one of my favorite tournament plays on this slate. Just kind of hoping that, like, he, he gets the minutes in this game, stays close. Um, and, and I think he's potentially, like, a forgotten piece in this game because um, so many people will want to play Lillard or, or McCollum here. Um, I mean, it's tough to kind of look at Portland. They, they just, they crushed Phoenix the other night. That game wasn't even close. So, I mean, a lot of these guys that play a bunch of minutes didn't get like their normal minutes. Um, so, and then on the Clippers side of things, I mean, I know Paul George is expensive, but if you're projecting this game to stay close, Paul George is having a big game. Uh, and like, Bledsoe's had a couple good games in a row here too, but if this game is going to stay close, Paul George is going to be the reason why. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, at 10-1, don't hate Paul George. Been pretty much around 60 fantasy points both games. Uh, you, you know, I don't mind playing Paul George ever. I've been playing him since uh, he was 8K <laughs> and nobody else has played him. So absolutely, I'll play him at 10K when he's dropping 60 bombs. Um, you know, so I, I like him, um, you know, Reggie Jackson, he's 6,500, man. Like I, I can't, I, I can't do it. You know, Eric Bledsoe is 6k has put up 37, both games getting pretty close. I kind of just feel like I only want to play Terrence, man. The, the only other person is maybe, maybe Marcus Morris, but I mean, we're going to need to see a little bit more, but at 4,900, I don't hate it for the minute. Are you concerned at all for man that he played so much against Golden State and Batum came back for that Memphis game and like his minutes took a huge hit? Definitely, definitely in the cards. Um, I don't know. I have to go back and look and see if he was in foul trouble in that game. Um, I'm going to do that right now because now I'm super curious. You, you ever get that? Like you're just. I know he had three fouls in that game, but he ha did he have them all in like the first half and like his minutes were kind of limited because of that. So, I mean, it, okay. So here's a lesson in court IQ. It's super easy to do this. All you do is you click on the Clippers in court IQ, go to the bottom and recent games will be there. Go to game flow tracker and you can kind of see what happened. So Terrence Mann checked in, picked up a foul in the first quarter picked up another foul in the second quarter and i mean he finished the game he just didn't he didn't get that full like full first half run um batum definitely ate into ate into some of that fourth quarter run um so i mean that's something to note just i don't know um i'm i'm, I'm iffy on terrence man will that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> um, that's all I got. I mean, just kind of Batum throws a wrench into things because I mean they're gonna play Bledsoe and they're gonna play um Reggie Jackson with with Batum and Kennard. The minutes are kind of spread out for the Clippers, but I mean I, I have interest because I think this game stays close. I think this is a really good game. Um, but I think my main pieces here are George and Bledsoe. Yeah, I mean this this should be a good basketball game. Yeah, All right, let's, I mean I'm with you. Let's play the morning grind game and then uh, we'll get out of here. So, using DraftKings pricing, give me a guy under five thousand on DK to score seven X. under five thousand, and because I think my guy initially, I, I thought he, I thought he was a different price. Give me Cam Reddish. I'm going Cam Reddish at 47. I like that one. Um, 
I'm going to go Precious. Uh, I talked about him. I love that. I love that call. I just, I mean, I feel like they want to give him the minutes. And, like, I think he's a double-double threat. So, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Precious. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, let's go with... Give me Trey Young at 9,300. I, I love Trey. No, I take that back. Forgive me. Give me Jimmy Butler at, at, at uh, 88. Jimmy Butler at 88. I was going to say, is Will really going to give me the layup? Um, <laughs> Magic stink. Um, and there's a lot of good plays on this slate. Here's the thing. I think I play Paul George before I play Harden today and before I play Cat. Mm-hmm. So I I think I'm going to go James Harden uh, for a few different reasons. Obviously, him and Durant, it is a back-to-back for them. And I don't think Washington will keep this game close if Beal sits. So... That is the factoring decisions for James Harden for me. Um, yeah. Give me your favorite 6X play on the slate. You know, I, I actually kind of have a couple. But there's one game in particular that I really like. I'm going to go ahead and, and maybe try to uh, not speculate, but just say this. Let's hope this team puts up a fight. They just had a rough couple of games. Um Give me, give me OG and Anobi from the Raptors again. All I right. just think he's got a lot of upside. Still, still in the tank with no Pascal Siakam. I'm I, I can get down on that man. Um, I'm gonna go Chris Duarte. I, I just I think even in a in a really bad shooting game, he can six x at fifty four hundred, and I think he's going to project really well um in this game uh let's get weird gpp play of the day who's your let's get weird gpp play of the day Uh, hmm. see that's that's not gonna be weird enough Give me give me Miles Turner. Give me Miles Turner at 5,500. I, I still don't think he gets a lot of ownership today. All right. I like that one. Um, I'm going to go Nurkic. I think he's going to be the lost piece um, in that Portland game today. So give me, give me Nurkic. Hard to do. Hard to guess ownerships um, night before, but uh, Will, give me your favorite bet on today's slate. Um, Night before, no big deal, right? Yeah, no, no big deal. Give me, you guys know I'm, I'm, I'm really big in the props. And right now, it looks like Giannis came in at, not Giannis, excuse me, Demonis Sabonis came in at 20 and a half. I'm taking the over in this game. Points, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, I like that. over 20 and a half. I like that one. Um, I mean, I, I've been sitting here trying to decide. Um, I'm going to take Chicago minus two and a half. I think that line's going to move today, too. And the other one that I was kind of debating on, I like, I, I think I like the over in the Bucks Pacer game at 229. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man, I'm good to go. Everybody, enjoy your NBA. It's back. Uh, Enjoy your NFL. Enjoy your NHL. And let's close this thing out with a bang. I I wasn't talking about it to anyone. My Atlanta Braves made the World Series, folks. What a time to be alive, Stevie. Made it to the World Series. Now I'm so so proud of those guys. I'm so proud of those guys. Uh, 
Who are you Man. rooting? Who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for the Braves or are you rooting for Michael Brantley? <laughs> Listen, I I will personally buy a Braves jersey and put Michael Brantley's name on it <laughs> if they win this World Series. Now nah, I'm just kidding, but um, I'm really proud of this team, man. You know, we we kind of had a rough season to start, and they were able to just pull it out. I mean, I have to go get an Eddie Rosario jersey. I, I just I have to. It, what it is what it is. What a series. Yeah. Yeah, man. Of all guys, man. too. Um, and you know, Eddie Rosario is a, a fantasy favorite of mine, anyway. So, uh, I man, I, I I haven't talked to to anyone. One of my friends asked me about. It. I said, "Look, we're not going to mention anything about this series. We're just going to let it play out." So, I'll talk to him tomorrow now that it's over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was um, it's fun to watch. That's for sure. And. Yeah, I was really hoping we'd get a Red Sox Braves World Series and we we would have fun with it. And um, the Red Sox, oh, this would have been a great podcast to bring it in that way. Yeah, I mean, it just the Red Sox. Eovaldi got squeezed on that one pitch, and it it just it changed the whole series for them. They went super ice cold bats wise after that, and I just I don't know. Um, and I'm not making excuses at all for what it's worth. I didn't think they'd make it this far. If you listen to any of the baseball podcasts this year, I was very yeah. down on the Red Sox all year. Um, I think they, I think they play well, well over um, expectations for any fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm happy for the Braves. Um, you know, growing up in Chipper Jones' hometown, um, I mean, I've yes, always had, a, yes. I've always, I've always liked the Braves. Um, they're kind of like my NL team, so. Mm-hmm. Rooting for them. Um, I'd love to see them win. I just I want to I want Freddie Freeman to get a ring. The dude is so underrated. And I say this yeah. so many times, but um, yeah, I mean, it should be a good, it should be a good Damn. world series. Two really good teams. Yeah, I'm gonna have to reach out to the guys over at Price Picks now. That I'm thinking about it. See if they're gonna be at the game. Uh if they're gonna be there. Hey guys, uh, send me on up, please. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Hook hook my dude up. But all right, that's going to wrap it up here for Monday. Again, hope everyone had a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast each and every day. I don't say it enough, but really appreciate everyone listening. Um, it's always a ton of fun to do these podcasts. So if there's anything that you ever want us to talk about, I'm always um, pretty available on Twitter. So just hit me up. But that's going to wrap it up Monday. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you again Tuesday. <laughs>